Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to our episode of the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host this week, joined this week by only Donnie. How are you? I'm very well, thank you, Peter. How are you? Not too bad. Tom's taking the time off. Tom, Tom's birthday, so with uh, arrival at a little one last week and his birthday, he took a well-deserved break. So we'll see if he's allowed to come back next week. Fingers crossed. <laughs> so we will go to the league first, top three. So there's no change top three as as was last week. Bear in mind, the game week hasn't finished yet, just so obviously this is, there's still two games to play in this game, so we're talking about a rank and our points. There's still a couple of things that could uh, change it up. But as it stands, because we're recording on Tuesday, Melvino's still third, 6-1-3, Donny's still setting, 6-2-3, and E6 Hammers is first, 6-2-9 points overall. So speaking of our points, I'm going to go through mine first. So currently sitting on 71 points, that is Roos and Goals, Tavernier, nine points. Taylor, two. Vice-captain, Lacavetti, one. That was a bit of a punt. Jota, captain, 12 points. Ferguson, nothing. Scales, nothing. People come off the bench, Frat will require shortly. Boyle, 12. Kolak, 14. Majoski, 17. And Shank, one, two. So I'm currently on a green arrow, 2-8, ranked. And I have at least nine points. Sorry, at least 10 points come off the bench. So, and with Spittle still to play, who's on the bench... And Lacavetti still to play. If I've looked it up with the people above me, I think I'm going to break it to the top 200 regardless, as long as it could finish 9-9 tonight with these games or next week. And I think I'm breaking the top 200. So to me, not too bad because I started rank 3,008 game weeks ago. I've kind of closed it in quite well. So Lacavetti was a point I did mention. I just went, I thought, bring him in, see what happens. If it, if it gets one clean sheet tonight, then I suppose the points will out. If not, then it doesn't matter. It's a lesson learned. So what are you on? currently donate in which are current rank with a couple of games to play yep so I'm sitting on 83 points at the moment so my team looks at the moment Roos uh, for 2 Captain Tav for 18 Yakaviti is 1 not out uh, Taylor for 2 Scales who's obviously going to be a bench strike player on 0 and then my bench strike player uh, on 0 again and then we're looking at Boyle 12 Jota 6 Cholak 14 Furuhashi 12 Vice Captain and Miofsky 17 um, so that's the 83. I've only got two on the bench, um, so they'll both be coming off. Uh, one is Henderson, which is one point, and the other one is Solholm, who is two not out. So 
not a huge amount coming off. Um, hopefully Motherwell can get a clean sheet. That would help. Uh, so my global score is 6-2-3. Provisionally, that puts me up eight places to fourth. However, I think there's a lot of heavy benches. If I can stay in the top 10, that would be great. Um, I have had a look around and there is some some good benches um, close to me. So we'll just see how that one pops pops after the next couple of games. But no, I made some good decisions during the week. So it's it's panned out and paid off. Okay. Right. Listen, look at lie. I have not saw very much highlights of these games. It's my anniversary weekend. So I was otherwise imposed. So Donny's going to do all the heavy lifting. I'm just going to go through results one at a time and I'll add my thoughts to what Donny says. So start with the first game of the kickoff. Hearts now, Rangers 4. Donny, thoughts? Well, the game of the weekend, without a doubt. <laughs> um, obviously, my, my team, um, a really good performance. Tynecastle's not a good place to go um, for for a lot of teams in the league uh, and certainly not us with the, the shaky form we had before international break. So team news, we had Ben Davis in at centre-back. I think we can maybe start to pen this one in as being permanent. Um, he did get subbed at half-time, but he was on a booking. Um, and obviously the game was quite comfortable. Um, so Van Bronckhurst took him off. So hopefully that's a, a solid centre-back pain in with Goldson. Um, Cholak starts again um, up front. So as I've said in previous pods, I think Morelos might get the nod in the European games. And, and Cholak for the league, and then they're getting equal amounts of rest. So, well done if you've stuck with Cholak. We've certainly rewarded you um, in this week. Good opener um, from the Kent Cross for the first goal. Um, I thought Rangers moved the ball around really well, created a lot of opportunities, which, given our form prior to the international break, wasn't the case. So, obviously, done well there. Um, there was a guy playing for Hearts, Stephen Huntpreis. Now, I've never heard of him um, before. They've got him on loan from Wigan. He was quite impressive. Um, in what was a pretty poor Hearts performance. So, um, he could be a differential going forward. Uh, Cholak again with the second. A nice finish from um, Mentando Pass. Um, and then we had the, the game changer, Devlin, with a reckless challenge um, and rightly getting the red card. Um, it looked pretty innocuous at the beginning, but when you see it again, he really goes on the guy's ankle and he was unlucky not to do uh, damage to the Rangers player. So as soon as they went down to 10 men, that probably ended it. Um, as a game uh, for Hearts. We then had a, a strange refereeing decision. Um, Gordon came out for a, a cross. He flapped at it. Um, Arfield tucked the ball away. And then the foul was given on Gordon because he fell into the, the Rangers player. Um, I think you'd see that overturned on VAR, but I think the referee was just being a bit sympathetic. Into the second half, uh, we got the return of the knee slide. We all feet getting back in amongst the goals. Um, and it was Tav with the assist, um, which was good for the, the captaincy owners. Kent put the fourth away, and that's his first goal of 2022. So you can really see how out of form he has been um, for us. Um, and hopefully that um, sort of gives him the motivation um, to sort of carry forward. So no doubt Jurgen Klopp's panicking now um, ahead of the <clears> performance tonight. Hearts, they're probably still the, best, the third best team in the league, but they've conceded 12 goals in their eight games, uh, so it's not a good look. I know a lot of folk have probably tried to be patient with Gordon and, and the Hearts defence, um, hoping that it would come good, but I've not had Hearts assets for, for some time now, and I don't see that changing anytime soon. I think we all predicted with Europe um, that they would struggle to you know battle on both fronts, and that seems to be the case. We've got St Mirren, Aberdeen and Hibs, all stealing a march on hearts at the moment. Um, 
so for me, just stay away from them. Um, they are concentrating on Europe, but they've got Fiorentina up next, which might be a difficult one. For Rangers, we've probably all got Tav and Cholak. I think you can keep a hold of them for the foreseeable future. Um, some good fixtures ahead. Barisic might be an option. Even Goldson, um, double up on defence. Um, I was just saying before the recording, Lawrence is, is out injured again. He was back training, but he's got injured again. And Van Bronker said he's not going to be back uh, until after the World Cup. So for me, I've only got two Rangers assets. I might now look to bring in the third because I was kind of holding it off for there. But that was a very good game. Um, as a Celtic fan, I'm sure you did watch it. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, it was a good good performance and good three points because it, it could have really come unstuck. Yep, two hours of anniversary to watch the famous. Uh, no, all this one highlights it. The red card, I think, it just, I think it popped up because I see people complaining, but what I'd feel is we weren't complaining about the red card, we were complaining about the result and parts of a bit fightless when it comes to the big game. I think they all started a bit restless with Nielsen. I know you can look and go, well, he's got you in the Europe and that, but I think they rightly believe they should be evolving every year and they're a better team. Maybe it's a lot of the fans think it's this type of move on, get somebody else who's moving forward thinking, perhaps. Back to the fans' aspect, uh, you, you did come up, I was going to ask you there, uh, Rangers, I've not, I've been in the same boat as you, Colac, Tavernier, I had Lawrence, once Lawrence went out, I brought Boylan, it's kind of a placeholder for Lawrence, it was kind of meant to be, but then also Lawrence is long term, and when we discuss this most weeks, there's nobody listed out in the Rangers' midfield to up front that was you want to bring in, but you're thinking maybe... Barisic, he's, he's had a bit of form on it and he's kind of yeah, I, think, back I think he's holding um, Yilmaz out just on performances alone. Um, so for me, we've got St Mirren, Motherwell, Livingston. And also, we've got our European games in between there. They're all games that you could pretty much see clean sheets. He has had attacking returns as well um, down the wing. So it's not a bad shout. Uh, Price-wise, I'm not sure what Davies is. Um, I'd have to go go in and look at. It. But that, if he is going to be the the you know second centre back, then you will get value there. Uh, I would probably favour Goldson myself, but he's probably going to come at a, a higher price. But I think Rangers, you know, we did have a a bad spell after the old firm um, match, um, but we seem to be back on track now. We seem to look a lot more solid. So you could go there. Kent would be too much of a risk because he's had one good game. Uh, and his price, it's not worth it. You'd have to move a lot to get to him. So I think defensively, we've often gone double Rangers defence in the past. And I think you, there is value there. And if if you want to do that, wouldn't be against it. You think Barisic plays all games, but well, that's, the, that's, that's six the games where you will League Cup. I'm thinking, will he play all six? He won't. He won't play the League Cup. Yilmaz will come in, and I guess well, what was he? St. Mirren. Okay, so I think keep for that. The closer it gets to the World Cup, I guess he might want to protect him. Um, but he's certainly there on form um, ahead of Yilmaz, so he'll just have to be patient. Keep an eye on it. I like the idea of the the, the Davies if he's cheaper than Goldson in a defence. Yeah, one to keep an eye on for hey, with the Hearts issue. I agree with you. At one point in three hearts, I managed to get it down a week and I've only got Shanklin now. And Shanklin's done actually not bad to me, to be honest. Yeah. He's scored quite well. So I got Atkinson out this week. I managed to get him on a price rise, I believe, before like if it went up. So that was a point two saving. So I'm happy with that. I'll keep Shanklin for now. I'll, I'll, he is obviously a rotational risk. 
maybe not the biggest fire this week. I may actually bench him this week and use a bench trick, see what happens. But he does score quite regularly, he's quite so I'm not too fussed with shanking my team quicker than the Europe finishes and we'll get three more games. No, four 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 games left is in game week three, isn't it? Yeah. So four more games left, then the World Cup, and then I'll maybe take it for there. But I think by that time most people will be activating their first world card anyway. Yeah. Right, on to the next game, which is Smyrna to Livingston one. Yep, so submitted up to third in the league now, and they've got to be serious contenders for top six um, already at this stage of the season. The first half was was end-to-end, but they didn't really um, create much chances in front of goal. We had Bacchus uh, with the opener uh, for St Mirren, and then a, a strange handball um, penalty uh, was given. Ayunga did a, a, a dive and save um, to stop the ball going in the net, so he's conceded the pen and he's got a red card. Um, luckily I transferred him out uh, I know a lot of people have stayed patient with him um, and would have got the, the minus points there so um, Livingston had a penalty Sean Kelly who I've seen in a lot of teams um, put it over the bar um, so they weren't able to capitalise there we then had fantasy forgotten man Bruce Anderson with the equaliser um, towards the end of the game from a new Blake cross and then right at the end of the game we had Grieve um, with the, the late winner so it was a good good end-to-end game and Submarine just took the, the better of the chances um, as far as that's concerned. They do have Rangers up next, so um, I don't expect them uh, to do that well um, in that game, but they do still offer value um, defensively. Bacchus could be a good alternative to Inga. Um, now that he's suspended, he's only 3.2 million. Um, he got the three bonus points in the game as well. Um, so if you're struggling for cash and you need to make a change there. That might be something that you want to do. Livingston do have winnable games. They've got Ross County, St Johnston before they play Rangers, but I, I still don't see much value in that team. I mean, Considine seems to tick over okay every week, but eh, not Considine. Um, Devlin and Obelai and things like that, you probably still get value there, um, but I won't be rushing rushing in to get any of those assets. Okay, I didn't see any of that, but I do believe that's one of the results that helped me this week because I believe it's like two late-minute goals probably wiped out all people's clean sheets. Yeah. So maybe having them as a cheap defender for one of the teams. So men do look good value. Didn't I didn't off start of the season, but Kimi Jonikos has got them playing pretty well. We seem to be fighting for them. So I'm interested to see how they play next week. Is it Ibrox, Tony? Is it you at home? Uh, yes, we are right. at home. I'm to see how they play because they have. They've also building confidence. They look good. So see how they cause you problem, problems after a European, actually in between two European games. So I'm interested yeah. in that. Uh, I'm not against having, as I think we mentioned this before, having anyone of the defenders as a fifth choice bench trick players is mm-hmm. quite reasonable. If you probably sit down, you probably don't work quite well out it the last few weeks up to this point. So continue on. Yeah. Next one up is Ross County 2, Hib- oh sorry, I wish it was, Ross County 0, Hibs 2. <laughs> Yep, so we all got aboard the Yakaviti train for the double game week. Um, it didn't really get anywhere. Um, but as I said um, in the last recording, he still offers value. They've still got good fixtures. And obviously they have a chance tonight um, against Motherwell to maybe get some points there. Hibs, they probably were good value for the win. Um, they are starting to come together as a team now, um, which is, is promising because they've got some good... Um, assets in there that you can capitalise on. Uh, Man of the week, Ryan Porteous, um, had a couple of good early strikes. He was was playing at a different level um, had you watched the game, but he was unable to get the back of the net. He did find the back of the net in the second half, a scrappy opening goal, but 
he took it well. So between that and his clean sheet, uh, two bonus points, you would have made a, a good haul out of him. Boyle, um, like he does most weeks, um, was rewarded for his efforts. He got the second to make it 2-0. Um, as I say, Ross County, they've got Motherwell next um, tonight and then Dundee United before they play Celtic. So, just, you know, we'll hold on Jakobiti um, and see how those games pan out. Hibs have got a double game week um, against Motherwell and Dundee United. Um, and to me, they do look like a team that's worth investing in. So we'll see how that one goes. Yeah, Ross County's team is always not particularly interested. Lakovetti was just in for the double game week. Can I see if it might work? Hibs, we mentioned last week that they kept on playing teams with 10 men. So they played 11 men this week and they looked, pretty, yeah. they looked pretty decent. They do look like they have structure. They do look like they're playing a certain kind of style under the new manager, which I quite like. Potis does look like he's the confidence of Scotland games kind of upped him. He's level a bit. So he's wanting to watch going forward. He is quite attacking. He offers attacking threat as well. And Martin Boyle is starting to get to close to the Martin Boyle was for he left the league. So yeah. me and you are on him, Dory. So I'm quite happy with that. So next game is... United one, St Johnson two. Okay, so United are still winning this, um, despite the fact they've got a new manager. Um, and it was Stevie May with the early goal. Good goal, terrible celebration. I uh, don't know if you've seen it. Um, he also got an assist for the second, which was Halberg um, and Watt, um, with only a second goal of the year um, to make it 2-1. There wasn't much to talk about in this game. I thought it was um, quite poor. Um, Kilmarnock and Settle Cup next for St Johnston so we'll just have to see how that one pans out United they're still a disaster um, and probably one to target Liam Fox as the manager it's a tough job ahead of them they do have a good team but it's the kind of appointment that come April if you see he's been sacked it wouldn't even come as a surprise I Mm -hmm. don't know how they've come to that decision but certainly not a good start for him and a good win for St Johnston but um, nothing fantasy wise that you would want to get on No, I first thought with the three three names you mentioned the three scores was like a wee bit of fantasy love there so it might have been Zombie Team FC if they've still got them in their team and not touched them uh, they need to look a terrible, terrible team. The Liam Fox appointment strikes me this is an easy option for the team for some reason, but they must have put a lot of money in that squad in the summer. Oh. If they go down, that's going to be a hard one to swallow. You might think he's going to change it around, fair enough. They do look at the lack of a defensive midfielder. I want to see how they do that in January, because that seems that their team's quick to attacking, but nobody to break up play. St. Johnson have definitely done the corner. I think we mentioned this last week. We wanted more yeah. data, but they've definitely done the corner, so I wouldn't be surprised now if a good fixture falls from you can target some players. I know you and Tom can target a player who yeah. <laughs> got injured, Kerry. I was going to brush a, over that one. It's yeah. one of these things. I'm not you forget that one. Not a chance. Uh, right, next up, uh, Celtic 2, Motherwell 1. Oh, I'm assuming you've watched this one. I've only saw highlights. <laughs> anniversary, I know anniversary. Your, your team comes first. Um so Celtic still got difficulties at the back. It was Welsh and Jens again, um, probably not the ideal centre back pairing that you want to see. Um, and I think it showed it wasn't wasn't a good uh, performance in that respect. Kyogo with a thunderbolt finish from half a yard out was nice to see because I had him on my vice. I stole it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, caught me some points for for the Cholak. The, the guys are. Vice-captain Cholak, he, he got one back there, so that was fine. Juranovic had a good chance to make it 2-0 with a free kick that came off the bar, but he did score minutes later with one of the best OGs you'll see in a long time. Um, oh, that was a good one. 
We then had uh, Joe Hart decided to knock himself out by running into Saul Holmes' elbow. Um, however, he did make a miraculous recovery, so well done, Joe. I thought Tate had a, a good performance and um, topped off with a winner. One to watch for me. It might help you free up funds um, and still hold a place in the, the Celtic midfield. Celtic were unlucky to make it three um, in the later stages. They did have some good half chances. Furuhashi uh, was unable to take them. Motherwell battled well, but they can't really complain. They were gifted the equaliser and didn't really do much else to, to try and push on and, and win the game. Uh, however, they do have um, some tricky fixtures coming up. So if you've got your Saul Holmes, uh, Van Veen, you maybe want to come off of those and maybe look to, to Hibs. Celtic, as I say, they were fragile at the back. They're just going to have to ride that storm out um, until the, the centre-backs you know, get fit again. For me, I've got Taylor, Jota and Kyogo and I'm happy to hold on to them um, for the foreseeable future. So it's just one of those games. It's a scrappy performance, but you get there at the end and you've got the three points. So I'm sure they'll be happy with that. Yep, I agree with your three picks. That seems to be the three you should be going for. Uh, on the centre-back pairings, yep, I wouldn't be recommending any people going for a Celtic clean sheet until at least Carter Vickers is back because he seems to be the, the main glue. Mm-hmm. The rest can play with him and they play better, but when he's not a team and it's especially Jens and Welsh, I don't expect much clean sheets. So especially with the attacking play as well, so they're always going to be open at the back. So if it's not Vickers playing at the back, I wouldn't be vice captain in any Celtic defence going forward. That's just my take on that. Well, <laughs> well, like you said, I don't know if that's the rules with the bloom now. They do still look like they're. They, I mean, they could beat last week well off Hearts, but this week they could beat just off City, but. They're scrappy, they go for it. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm on Spittle, he's a defence trick midfielder. So until someone else becomes available at that kind of pressure, I like, I'll just use them right now because yes, they do still fight. They can't get the old goal here and there, but I wouldn't be rushing to bring him Dels in. Like you said, Van Veen picked up a yellow card again, he loves doing that. And the fixtures turned slightly, so maybe we're looking elsewhere. You see maybe Hebs or if you're not one of the other three of Majowski, Shankland, one of them. Yeah. Nah, I'm bad. Speaking of Oski, Aberdeen 4, Kilmarnock 1. Yep, um, so good win for, for Aberdeen. Um, I know a lot of people who were at the game certainly enjoyed that one. So with Bizarwin with the opener, um, somebody I've talked about in the past, um, they then extended their record at the top of the penalties given table. Um, it was never a pen. The, the players just fell over the keeper. don't think the, the keeper can be held accountable for that. That being said, it was good to see Miofsky back in the goals. He stuck it away well. We then had Ash Taylor cutting the deficit. He's now Kilmarnock's top scorer. Um, and I mentioned at the time, he was somebody that I was thinking of bringing in um, for the double game week, but that's just the way it goes. Miofsky got the second just before half time. That's his seventh for the season. So well done if you've stuck loyal to him. Um, he's certainly um, a good find this season. Sure made it 4-1. Um, to polish off a, a good all-round performance for Aberdeen. They've got Dundee United and Hearts next, and they'll have Scales back, um, which will help. And Miofsky, I think he's a must-own in, in my eyes. I think he has got quite game spells in him, but you know, popping up with a brace um, certainly helps, and he's on penalties. Kilmarnock have got St Johnston Hearts. They're going to need to improve if they want to stay up. I mean, Dundee United are probably worse at the moment, you know, they can put as much distance between them as possible. It would help, but there's absolutely no value in that team 
um, at the moment. So good win for Aberdeen. Kilmarnock still poor. Stay away from them. Yep, uh, Kilmarnock gave McInnes new contract. That dream this up. Think it's going to it for the week. Uh, pass. Not seen it. He did. So that's a bit of a good decision. But then fair enough. Uh, Aberdeen. They fall to me in like the Hibs bracket. They had a big brand new squad build as well, so they do look better as the weeks go on. So one ground, I think we've all on the treble up right now as it stands. Yeah. Miofsky, I believe, came out and said this week that he'd like to try to challenge the Rangers strikers for the top goal scorer. He was also hungry to prove a point, which is good because I think we're all on him. So to me, he's just a, he's a set and forget right now. He's a main man. Mm-hmm. Aberdeen are playing all right. You don't need to worry about it. We all got on a really cheap price. I believe it was five million at the start. So we all got on him then, so we're good value on him. So unless he gets injured, I don't see any point in taking him out of the team. If fixture swing goes wrong, you can always suspend him and use him the bench trick. But I think you just take you just take the hit away. Bielski always going to score, maybe, as you said before, one every three games, make it a brace yep. every so often. So I think it's well worth that. Right, we've still got two games in the game week to go. We mentioned so Ross County and Millwell tonight and Kilmarnock and Johnson tomorrow night. Now, I couldn't remember who you said. Many players you still still in play. Uh, I have got two Motherwell and Ross County, um, both defenders. So whilst nil nil would probably suit me, I believe for the cup, I think I do need Ross County to concede. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I'd probably take that ahead of um, getting six points from each player. So uh, I don't know how that one will pan out, and Motherwell might edge it. Don't imagine it'll be the best of games with the weather conditions at the moment. Mm-hmm. The other fixtures, Kilmarnock and Johnson again. That doesn't scream like there'll be a lot of goals in that game. If there is, it's probably going to be from St Johnston. Um, again, what? I wouldn't be leaving the house to go and watch that one. <laughs> I've actually forgot. I've actually got another player on the on the bench it's because he doesn't get mail. Forgot he's in my squad. Oh so, yeah, yeah. So if Kilmarnock got a clean sheet, he'd probably jump up above the two on the bench. So like you said, I've got Lacavetti to play. So he plays. And it's two points, and then I've got at least ten points off the bench. Yeah. Something happens if Kenna for Hibs is five points. He can't come on those. That's his max. Spittle does end the night, then he'll come on. And if yeah. Kamalak is clean tomorrow night, he'll come on. So like I said, it's not the worst game week. I should have maybe vice cap should have been different. But if it gets a clean sheet tonight, yeah. then it's worth the risk. Right, we'll move on to Donny's dive or delve. What the yeah. word is <laughs> differential. The differential. Um, so the idea, as always, is to pick a player who is either low on ownership, um, in form, or possibly overlooked. So recommendation. I'm not sure this one's entirely a surprise, but if you just wait, and I'll explain why we should all be on this player. Um, so it's another one for the double game week, and he is 4.8% owned. That makes him the 64th top-owned player beside Callum McGregor. Uh, and Joe Newbley. So it's not, not that hugely popular um, when you look at those two players beside him. He's played seven out of the eight games this season with an average of 81 minutes and currently sits on 41 points. He's had four goals, no assists and two clean sheets and has an average points per game of 5.9 and eight bonus points. So... This week's differential, probably no shock, is the best number 77 in the league, Martin Boyle of Hibs. So, as I say, it's not a surprising one, but at 4.1% owned, there's obviously quite a lot of teams out there who have held off on him. Um, So now is your time. So if you look at double up, I think he offers best value. They play Motherwell and Dundee United, and coming off the back of a good 2-0 win um, in which he scored. 
um, I think you you will see returns for him. He's 5.5 million, having risen steadily since he came back to Scottish football. And to me, I can only see that continuing. Um, he's the kind of player that you can just put in now and leave him. Hebs are patchy, um, but Boyle's a talisman. Everything goes through him. Um, and when they play well, he plays well. He's a fantasy favourite. He's also on penalties, so you know what you get. Um, as I say, I don't see it as a punt. I think you can just put him in there um, and leave him and, and you'll get your returns. Um, and as I was saying to Peter just before the record, he's effectively the Lewis Ferguson of this season. doesn't really matter how, how the team play, he's going to clutch up for you. So me and Peter have both got him. Tom, I know, was, was holding off. So Tom, if you're listening, doing the midnight feed, need to get on boil. Um, and, you know, with a double game week, you can captain or vice-captain and you could probably still get good returns out of him. He, he is that good player. He is at the premium end of the scale for midfielders. Um, so you might have to make two transfers to get to him. But I always feel when there's a double game week on, if he plays twice, that's your, your four points made back up, plus then whatever else he does during the game and you've got him in your team. So the differential this week, probably not a surprise, it's Hibs midfielder Martin Boyle, currently 5.5 million. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Yep, good shout. We're both on them. I'm going to be slightly quick, quicker than you. Uh, no, I had to, I'll give you a mistake. I'll give you a fixture proof. You can throw him in any game. I mean, yeah. he's, he's got Celtic in between these fixtures. 
but he could easily score at Parkhead. He could easily score yeah, at He does it all yeah. the time. There's no issue having him on your team. He's, if you're if you're thinking about whether to play him or not, just play him because he turns up. And even that, he always seems to get passing points. As you said, everything goes through him. So the ball's always getting passed yeah. and he's passing balls away. So he normally gets that extra point every week as well. He's good. You bring him in and then, like Donnie said, you, you just set and forget for the rest of the basically rest of the season. Get him in there because he is going to rise weekly. Because people, yes. people are going to start coming around and go, right, he is playing good and that's it. So that was Donnie's dive. That was Martin Boyle. Please don't buy him, guys. Please don't buy him. <laughs> right, so we'll move on to next week's fixtures, which is also a double game week. So we've got an early kickoff. So you'll only see the team news of St. Johnson Celtic on Saturday. You won't see anything else. So we'll get, as we said, Celtic, no, St. Johnson versus Celtic. Sorry, St. Johnson's at home. Rangers versus St. Mirren. Livingston, Ross County. Hibs, Motherwell. Dungeon, Aberdeen. Kilmarnock, Harps. And then the double game week fixture. Dundee Tibbs. So upon hearing those fixtures, Donnie, what is your current captain, vice captain, and transfer plans? Yeah, so Celtic Celtic's the one to target with the, the team news there. Although Rangers at home is admitting is is the other fixture to target. For me, transfer wise, I'll probably get rid of Saul Home and take in Porteous. Um seems like a straightforward change. Um, and also double double game week there. I've already got Boyle, so I've got that one covered. Um, the change that I did make, the St. Johnston player, I need to get rid of him. It would mean my first minus four of the season. However, I can make that up with, with the double game week. So I'll have a look around. I can't really take in another Hibs player because I've got Henderson um, stinking up my bench. Um, so I might just have to go for another United midfielder. You know, somebody like Levitt or McGrath. I'll have a look around, see what price is there, and hopefully they can do something. Um, so that's my thinking there. Captaincy will probably stay with Tav, um, unless anything changes between uh, now and the weekend. But vice captaincy will go to Boyle. As I say, I think you you get value out of him across those two games. He's almost certain to do something, so I think you can get returns there. So wouldn't blame you if you do a Celtic captain, but for me, Captain Tab, I think just it's a good fixture, um, and as long as he's fit, I think you'll get the turns there. Okay, uh, I will not be captain a Celtic player or vice captain because Europe Sammy's been seen, so I need to team news, but I think I could be a slight drop down quality and fatigue after, so I'm not interested in that. Captain Tab, because you're home with some man, I think it's a no brainer. Right now, some vice captain Boyle. Same as yourself. I just think, as you said, he offers more chances in two games. And I think Kolak could still score against him, but I still yep. fancy my chances that Boyle could match them over the two fixtures and then he get extra points for the games he's playing. Uh, my transfer thoughts, I've got two. So it was either come off the Aberdeen double up at the back and get rid of the Ruse uh-huh. and bring in the Dundee goalkeeper. So the double up goalkeeper, save points, and then that's him going forward. And then praying on a wing and a prayer that a uh, they start to turn their form, but he's a cheap goalkeeper and he played double game week. Or Big ask. And my more likely would be, as you mentioned, get the mail from Kilmarnock and bring in Portis. Because yeah. I can get I can do the, the hips triple up. I've got Kenna and Boyle, and that would give me Portis in the back line. And again, you look at it and use a bit of common sense. Dundee's got Aberdeen at home, Dundee and Hibs at home. Hibs have got more at home and, and Dundee away. Who's more likely to keep a clean shot of the two games? And I think it's Hibs, so the best move yep. probably be. Portis. Yep, that's that's the way I'm going to go. 
I'll I'll think about it and I'll, I'll, I'll wait up and look at fixtures going down the line. I mean, the week the game week ten after Hibs at Celtic. I could bench Boris studies at Ross County, so is that a better game yeah. for the goalkeeper? Leading further on that, Dundee's away to St Man and Hibs at home at St Johnson's. So I think it's going to be Boris. Hibs look on the upward trajectory and Dundee don't, so I'll just stick with the Aberdeen double up now. As much as that pains me to stick with that one. <laughs> right, so. Just to let people know, the Regan Charles Cup isn't finished yet. Obviously, I'm talking to eight people here. There's only people left. It finishes on Wednesday night. I've got the scores. I'll put the same final final up. Pretty soon, I will be advertising the second cup, which probably will start with after World Cup, I believe, it worked out to be. And that'll be the one that went down well last year, the FFS Royalty Rumble. Everything's been like that because there's no straight knockout. It's a group stage. You accumulate points. The bottom two teams get knocked out of the group. You keep on going on. Let all rumble and the rest WWE wrestling. That's what, it's, that's what it's hanging on. Again, I'll wait and see how many people get for the update to it, and that'll decide on the groups. But people liked it last year. I believe the champion is Melvino, the one he won it. Yeah, yeah, Melvin won So he belonged to defend his title. And what else have we got? We've got one question on Twitter, and it's a Brian Blades attack. So his question was, is Coat becoming more a captain option than Tav? I'm going to quickly get in here first while you talk, Donny. I think no, because Tav offers more clean sheet. Attacking points, he's no risk at all for Morelos. There's no one in his position, so he has a clean sheet and attacking risk, and he's a bonus point magnet. So I think it's just stick with Tavo or Kolak. There will be game weeks where you probably the right call to go for it, but again, vice captain Kolak, he gets double points for the goals anyway. He doesn't get much assists. You only double up the points would be for the, the appearance points and then the bonus points he gets. So to me, it's an easy stick with Tav. Agree. Yep, pretty much stole what I was going to say. Um, That's why I jumped it first. <laughs> <laughs> because he doesn't really get assists, you can just vice-captain him. You'll get rewarded with the goals. Um, there's going to be a risk at some point where Morelos will start um, and he could come off the bench as an impact player. Um, also, if we don't score, he's going to be the first one to get subbed out. You've got Morelos and Roof, who's hiding in the shadows, ready to come back. So for me, it's a no if you look at Tavernier, he's still going to get the clean sheet points. He had an assist at the weekend and a bonus point. Um, so for me, and that's returns in itself. We've only had one penalty this season. So the minute we get the next one, then it makes Tav captaincy all the more important. You're not going to get a rotation with Tav unless he's injured. Um, you could do it, as you say. You've probably, the, the weeks that Cholak's got the doubles, you would have come out good, but... Every other week, you're probably going to be better off with Tav. So, always Captain Tav. You should never second guess, and uh, that remains to be the case. So, um, no. Vice Trolak, hopefully, keeps in amongst the goals, but stick with Tav as captain. I mean, there's no high-risk reward if they flipped him and went Captain Trolak, vice-captain. You would Tav, but you would just you would lose his bonus points and the attacking points so to me it's just it's no worth it you'll you'll, you'll be gambling on what you think can happen one week that might not happen so stick with tried and tested until the XG shows otherwise <laughs> right okay so we're now because it's me and Don this week we're going to put a wee bit of fantasy chat and from the FPL and the Champions League chat because it's also a shorter podcast so we're with us we'll start first with our, uh, our league so the top three is Conquering Lions Robbie Dempsey number three Number two, Emmerich Gomez, Michael Scott. And number one is FTOF FC, Fraser McLaughlin. That's the top three. So we had good game weeks this week, Donny. Yeah. Um, you were on a wild card. So I'll let yeah. you, I think you did a lower score. So I'll let you go first. Why talk us through your score? 
So my game week score was 88. Um, I had Pope and goals for two, James for two, Trippier seven, Concello one, Perisic one, Zaha two. Then we had Madison with 18, De Bruyne was eight, Captain Haaland for 46, Tony one, Mitrovic nil. So that was my 88. Overall, I am on 554. Um, which gives me a green arrow to 81k. So pleased with that. Happy Wilkins. I am. Um, I wasn't on Saturday when um, Kane and Jesus both scored. I was thinking, oh, here we go, here we go. And then I only had about 20 points. And then, of course, Haaland clutches, De Bruyne clutches, and then Madsen last night. So you always need to be patient and see how the game week pans out. The only thing I don't like about the FPL is because the games are so drawn out over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have to wait until Monday before you can actually see where you are. Whereas with Scottish football, it tends to be all over by by Sunday lunchtime. But that's just how I feel. Right. So this week I had ninety four points, not far off the ton. So I had someone some style team. You had Pope and goals for two. Trippier was seven. I think we're lucky there. You know, he gets subbed off before they yeah. the goal, so that was good. Cancelo one. Trent zero points. Madison, my transfer on 18 points, Martinelli 4, Harrison 3, Diaz 4, Jesus 8, Tony 1, obviously Captain Hallen 46. Only thing I missed on the bench was uh, Ward, who's 8 point return. Would have maybe took me over that, that promised land threshold, but there was no way I was playing him in that game. No, you can't. Yes, me 5 4 7 overall and a rise to 137k. So I'm happy with that. So, what is your transfers? For next week, I'm not going to ask captain. I think captains this could be hard. I take yeah. it. What's your transfer plans for next week? Well, I've got Mitrovic who's causing a stink up front, um, so I'm going to get rid of him. I, I'm going to go off plan on this one because <laughs> I know um, a lot of a lot of chat will will be to go to to recognise players. I'm going to go with Edward at Palace. Um, I've already got Zaha on my team. Um, so fixture-wise, they'll pay up quite nicely. Um, he's a differential um, because I can't imagine a lot of folk are on him. So that might be my change um, going, going into next week. Uh, Tony, I just need to be patient with. Glad I got in Madsen, glad I got in De Bruyne. Managed to hold Cancelo and I got in James. So I'm happy the way the wild card panned out. Um, I've got a decent bench if I need to change, but... Mitrovic being injured, um, I think Edward, fixture-wise, might come up good for me. So putting my face in a former Celtic striker, I know <laughs> um, it's maybe not the best thing to do, but that's that's what I might do um, come the weekend. 5.3 volume striker, that's that's bold. That's bold. He, he, scored, he scored at the weekend. Yeah, I see that. It was a good, um, he took it well. He played well. I mean, his pictures are, are, are terrific. Just to read it out so people can listen. Leeds at home, Leicester away, Wolves at home, Everton away, yeah. Zander at home, West Ham away, Northern Forest. They'll be up to the World yeah. Cup. Slight rotation risk. He doesn't seem to hold in a position yeah. all the time. But then that's, oh. that's what you pay for when it's 5.3 volume, I suppose, isn't it? Exactly. As I say, I've got Zaha in there as well. So... Um, I think those two work well together. Um, so I'd be happy with it. I wouldn't be unhappy with it. It's it's hard to, to find you, a good third striker. Are you going to put him in and hold him to the World Cup, to the break, and just go for it because the fixtures? Um, Edward? Mm-hmm. I'll just wait and see. He's the kind of player, you just week by week, you'll judge right. um, how he is. You can bench him if he's getting rotated. Um, and not having what is there, but I'll certainly see how it pans out. It, it could be genius, or it just could be 
Absolutely. I'm looking forward to that one. I'm looking forward to that. So my yeah. plan is now a uh, Harrison. <laughs> Excuse my dog battling at a busking by uh, Harrison moving to Zaha. That's my picture. That was always the plan. Uh, I still need to get a couple of these city and national players for the blank, but they can wait another week. It's only game week, what, 10? So there's three more transfers for that. So that's yes. fine. My other thought was Cancelo, but then the players of Hampton, I think, was it this right. week? Yep. So no, that could be a week later. And then I did want to go to Gray. Aguirre from Crystal Palace as well at one point. Yeah. And they fixed her on as well. So that could be another week down the line. But my plan is it stands around. All injuries and stuff like that is a Madison, not Madison, Harrison to Zaha. And then just run with that. I'm, again, obviously before, that's one week closer to the split, or one week closer before I don't use a wild card. So yeah. it looks like I might be getting to my game week 16 using a wild card as a free hit plan. Because I'm, I'm keeping, I'm rising through the ranks every so often. So I'm going to hire. So it's working so far. So <coughs> we'll see how it pans out. I think the wild card gives you the option, obviously, to strengthen your team, but it probably gives you an option to better your bench, um, which is what I've done. I've got Dullo in there from Man United. And, well, I forget who the other two are now, but um, I've got a decent bench, whereas when you start the season, you tend to have the bare minimum um, on your bench. Um, so that's one thing that wild card does do. You've probably got value in your team that um, you can upgrade in certain areas. So that's what I found useful. So by the time game week 12 comes along, you're probably not going to sell Haaland. You bench him. Do I always value Haaland? No chance. I've got De Bruyne. I'll probably just bench him and Cancelo. You, know, you could you could manoeuvre around him. Um, but he's the one got... guy because he's not got up and down price by he's so high price. So if you sold him, you wouldn't have lost much. You've lost him yeah. at a max and then uh, back him and you feel like it. Got a good enough bench that I probably could survive the week, but we'll see. So um, for me, it's not, it's not a disaster. But I think if you do, if you have wild carded, then that, that's one thing I do think benefits you is you've probably got a good good couple of subs on on your bench that you can rotate I, in. I'm not too bad because if Harrison comes becomes Zaha, my start of next week is this as it stands. So it's Pope and goals, Trippier, Cancelo, Trent, and Perisic at the back, Madison, Martinelli, Diaz. Jesus, Tony and Haaland. So obviously Zaha would come into that team instead of I'm probably guessing maybe this week would be Diaz because they're away to Arsenal. Yeah. It depends how to get a good down on that week. I don't know, maybe Trent had to make it bench because Martin and I left hand side against Trent and Arsenal and look really poor on the right hand side. I'll see they play the night first. Like a big game of night while they're coming. Uh, once Kent gets a hold of him, they'll be them subbed off again. at half time. Tear them apart again, yeah. <laughs> Uh, right, that's FPL finishing. So you want to go on a bit of chat about UEFA Champions League because yes, tonight is a kickoff card. of game week three. Yeah. You're on a wild card, so I'm going to quickly go for my team first before we get to you. So let me see. I hate this. You need to change it. So fixtures, by the fixtures. So I've got Haaland, Mbappe, and Neymar up top. I've got Kudos, Sani, and how do you say this guy's name? Napoli, Zaverschelia. The midfielders oh, from the Napoli. Uh, then a back four kind of cheapies part for Perisic and deal Costa and goals. So we get LT News tonight of three games. So we've got Bayern Munich, Blizzing, Marseille, no, sorry, only two games, Marseille and Sporting. So my plan was to bring in another Bayern Munich player. Captain yeah, Sani. Sani, uh, yeah, Sani could be your risk. That's what I'm saying. So we're going to get team News. So if the team news comes in and Sani's not playing, I'll not roll a transfer. I'll use one. I'll, I'll, I'll probably bring down Perisic. Doing a cheaper defender, maybe the cheapest one I can get from Bayern who's playing tonight, and that would save me 0.9, and then see who I can get in midfield for 
for Bayern. Ideally, I'd like to have got Salah for the game tonight. I know it's his own I think it is, but it's not. I think it could, it could go well tonight, but I can't get to him. If the team news came out, I, I could potentially take a hit to bring Salah. Yeah. I don't know why I really do. I'd like to see the team news first and see how I can manoeuvre for that. We're going to get team news within the next hour of this podcast. This is off slide to record, and then I'll take it for there. Yeah. So you're a wild card. Do you want to talk to your wild card? Yeah, so as I mentioned before, I think this wild card in this week is most favourable because you get a lot of home and away um, games. Um, so keepers, I've got Adan from Sporting Lisbon and Lukovic from Zagreb. Um, Sporting Lisbon keepers had two clean sheets already. They're home and away to Marseille. A bit of a punt, he's 4.5 million. Zagreb keepers 4.6 million and he's had nine points from his two games. They're home and away to Salzburg. So cheaped out in the keepers to spend money elsewhere. So in defence, I've got Carval, Madrid, Matic from Liverpool. Don't be for a quick second, your keepers. Do they play in different yep. days? Uh, but yeah, they do. Ah, yeah. good, right. That's I should have wrote that down, but yeah, they do. <laughs> um, no, I've got a good split there. So moving on to defence, I've got Carval from Madrid, 5.5 million. Matic, Liverpool, um, 5 million. Uh, Bayern defender, Upamecano, 5 million. He played at the weekend and he's had 10 points. Um, so far, so he he seems like he will start that game. I've gone for Akanji to get a bit of the Man City defence, and I've also got Marquinhos um, at PSG um, just to get a, a cheap route into their defence. So again, I've got some well-covered areas in there. Midfield, I've gone Valverde at Madrid, uh, 6.5 million. De Bruyne, 10.5 million. Uh, Kudus at Ajax, He's 5.2 million. He seems a bargain points wise. Mo Salah. Mo Salah. I think he was the first one on the list. <laughs> um, betting against my own team here, but unfortunately, it seems like a, a, a no brainer there. So we'll see how that goes. And I've got Rio Hatate, who you know, I'd ran out of money. Um, so I just ah, you're at it. <laughs> <laughs> took a punt on him. Leipzig, we beat them. We beat them last year um, in the semi-final. They, they are good, but I think Celtic can get points off of them. Well, is informed um, player, I suppose. He likes a yeah. shot range, yeah. So we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Up front, I've kept a hold of the, the Bruges forward, Jutgla. Um, he's clutched, but I don't expect much. They're home and away to Atletico. Uh, I've got Haaland. Again, he's on form. Copenhagen, home and away. And at the moment, I've got Messi. Um, but I could be convinced to change that. They've got Benfica home and away. I think any PSG forward you're going to mm. probably get a good return on. So I had Mbappe in the past and I've just got Messi. Just give me some extra funds there. So I've got a good balance. I've got a piece of most teams that have, have favourable teams. Um, so fingers crossed that carries me over the next couple of game weeks. Looks good. No, happy with that. It's a decent enough team. That gives you the three and four, and then do you plan on limitless five? Or I, I think so. Um, again, I'm not particularly used to, to playing this this style in the in the Champions League format. So yeah, I'll see see how it looks. I, I don't need to make a lot of changes unless it's injury. As I say, the fixtures is the same fixtures, just home and away. And um, so that team should be set up for the next two weeks. Um, there's not a lot of teams go through after five games or four games, I should say. So game week five should still be quite. That's what I was thinking. Um, teams can maybe finish quite live. It's game week six, so effectively this team would have to do me for game week six if I do go limitless. Um, 
I'm not against it. You I'll see wait, what it's like when I get there. If you could wait to end the play game week four and then look at the league and go, right, these teams are through. These teams need to win their last game. I mean, they need yeah. to win these two games. Then you can make a call. And for example, say Spurs are struggling and they have to win the five and six. They can go, right, well, I'll hold to six and I'll go limitless on. You can get Kane, Son and whoever else in that week. But other teams in that position, depending on who really has to go for it in the last game. But again, you won't really know that until after game week four. I suppose it's a chip that you need to get rid of in the group stages because if you used it in the knockout stages, you're gonna half your team's gonna be knocked out. So I uh, suppose well, you can chip. you can you can still use it, but I'm reading about what people have thought about it, it feels a bit it's a waste because you get extra chances at this point. Yeah, and you've already gone. You have a wild card into game week sixteen anyway. Yeah, you've set a team up. We're all gonna roughly have. I'm assuming we'll have two players from the teams we expect to get the easiest player. Real Madrid or a PSG, yeah, yeah. you have them in. So then what are you limitless for? Because you've already got half a team built and then you're, just, you're getting the four transfers per round, so it's quite easy for you to manoeuvre. Yeah. That's it. That's so, yeah. I'll see where I am. I've had two good weeks um, up till now. I feel that this team can carry me through the next two weeks. Um, so I'll just see where we're at and, and take it from there. Right, so we'll watch the Bayern game first and then Inter-Barcelona at 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, the Rangers are playing. I'll try to get you a bite there, mate. Nah, well, I won't be watching that. I don't have BT um, Sports, so I just tend to go quiet on these game weeks because, well, let's be honest, they don't turn out too good. So well, I will have to, to distract myself. Are we have to do it with my cousin Swanee, who started this podcast me many years back, and he's got a like a what's the thing we believe in bad luck? What's that called? I went totally blank. Superstition. Yeah, superstition that. Years ago, whenever he got a takeaway, Rangers played the midweek, he's got beat. So he stopped getting a takeaway, <laughs> he stopped getting a takeaway and he stopped getting beat. And he lined off all his all results by him in any game. It's like I had a, a pizza full, put Aberdeen in the cup, we beat, I put something in a cup, we could beat, put something in the league, we could beat. So I stopped getting a takeaway and it stopped happening. So he's believed that he's stopped that curse. But he said tonight he's got up to Asda to get three Asda pizzas from him and his dad. I mean, if I don't get this picky <laughs> stuff, and he's like, we'll pull the other poke, because it's just, <laughs> I, it is what it is. I'm going to have my takeaway, I'm going to take it. I was like, right, so exactly. he, he thinks this is going to be. But two I things think, have happened. I think Selig have got a chance. As I say, Rangers knocked them out last year. The boy in Kunku up front is is really good. He caused us a lot of trouble, but it's the, it's the games home and away. If you can get four points out of that, um, then you'll, you'll qualify, because I don't think Shakhtar are up to much, and they've got Madrid. So uh, this is the, the double header that could almost see you over the line um, as far as that's concerned. So I know it's not till tomorrow, but they've still got a chance. Rangers, they've got a chance. It's between slim and none. Um, but we'll see <laughs> how it goes. Slim just left out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, if I see Jens and Welsh in that team sheet tomorrow, then we'll not get a chance. Because I, I think as much yes. as we can play attack football as we like and control football, if they break against that defence... One and two chances will score, so we'll struggle if that's a bit yeah. centre back there tomorrow. And if they force one or two back, it's completely not fit. Then you're basically risking the same thing because it's guys back who are not fit and try to play a high tempo in eight minutes. I don't, Indeed. I don't think it'll end well, but I, I can only hope. Right, that is us finished. Then donate. You can get a plug in before we head off. Uh, yep. So I am at ffs underscore donate. Yep. Tom is at ffs scout. He's not here this week. We'll be back next week. I'm at Fantasy Half. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the rest of this game week and we'll be back next week to discuss the end of this double game week and the start of the next double game week.
and hope we'll get green arrows. Right. Indeed. Goodbye. Bye now. on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus quince only works with factories that use safe ethical and responsible manufacturing get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with quince go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.